Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Welcome back to the August light, everyone, and happy Friday. Today, I want to focus on the business side of acting. As actors, we are not only creatives, but we are also business owners which means we are required to know the ins and outs of business in addition to being amazing performers. But in true business form, certain knowledge is only accessible to us after we've gotten an agent or started booking paid projects. So today I want to discuss a few things about the business side of show business that I wish someone would have shared with me. Now, I've been fortunate enough to study with a lot of amazing actors who have careers that span multiple decades, and they've shared a lot of the ins and outs of the acting business. However, there are always those things that no one thinks to tell you. The first thing no one seems to mention is about paperwork. Let me start by saying that my coaches have given me a list of things to bring to set, and my agent gives a ton of details about contracts and tracking your time on set. But the one thing no one told me to bring to set are the documents required for your I-9, a.k.a. the Employee Eligibility Verification Form. For this document, you need to either have your U.S. passport or your driver's license and Social Security card. Of course, there are other documents you can use, but these are the most common. This is so simple, right? But it's not something that people think to mention, even though everyone tells you that when you get to set, there's usually some paperwork you will have to fill out. I'll admit, This paperwork can vary from set to set, but the one that I've constantly seen is the Employee Eligibility Verification Form, and in all the times I've had to complete it, only one person has ever asked to verify my documents, and at the time, I only had my driver's license on me. Thankfully, they let me slide without my social security card. However, in that moment, I realized that if the person that is responsible for paperwork actually knows how to complete said paperwork, you're going to need these documents. It makes sense, right? But paperwork isn't always a top priority on set. I've been on a SAG low-budget set where the person responsible for paperwork was clueless about paperwork. This can be incredibly frustrating and overwhelming if this is your first or second time on a major set and no one has taken the time to show you how to fill out your paperwork properly. People just assume you know how. Now, some forms are easy to figure out because they are the same forms you fill out for a 9-to-5, but others are not. If you are an actor... Ask your acting coach to bring in some common paperwork seen on set and walk the class through filling it out. I say this because paperwork is more important than you think. It determines if you get paid or not and how much. Because sometimes there are places for COVID tests, lunch breaks, in and out times, and so much more. So you want to make sure it's right. Let's say you did your paperwork right and now you're wrapped for the day. What next? Well, you'll want to make sure you've scanned all your documents via a scanner app on your phone or at the very least, take a picture of the documents, because now it's time to wait for your payment, which is another thing no one talks about. Pay periods and payments are two things that seem to be so taboo in this industry, whether it's because the pay structure for union work is too complicated to understand, or because no one wants to talk about money, or because actors are told not to discuss money on set, which is something I have strong feelings about, but I'll come back to that another day. Whatever the reason, 
I hope what I'm about to share is helpful. See, before I got my first agent, no one ever told me that payment for union and non-union work is drastically different. And I'm not talking strictly dollar amounts. I'm talking pay periods. For non-union work, payment usually takes between 60 and 90 days. And sometimes it can be even longer. It also can be a fight to even get paid for non-union projects. As for union projects, payment is supposed to be issued within two weeks of working. But there are some nuances to this, such as if you're working multiple days and if it's a TV show or a film. But 14 days is what it usually comes to. Beyond this, payment penalties are added, which can be capped at a certain amount and or days. One thing that should also be noted is if you have an agent and payment is sent to them, you should add another two weeks to allow them enough time to receive, process, and issue payment to you. Now, notice I gave the standard time frames for union and non-union projects. But speaking from my experience and stories I've heard, getting paid can turn into a horror story. So actors, please prepare yourself to be the accountant for your career. Even if you have an agent, you are responsible for keeping track of your money until you can pay someone else to keep track of your money. And even then, you still need to be aware of your finances. My agent is bomb and they stay on top of the money. But as the CEO of my business, I still periodically check in with them because we are a team. Also, I've personally had a payment take over six months to receive, and I've had to file a claim for the side project I did. So I have experience with the claim process too, which is another reason paperwork is important because this production said they didn't have mine. Thankfully, I had scanned my paperwork while on set and emailed it to my agent. So eventually I received payment and it included late fees. I will say that is one of the major benefits of working on SAG projects. You have the support of the union if there's an issue with something. And even though it may take some time to resolve, there is still a sense of relief in knowing that you have that support. And believe it or not, non-payment for union projects is pretty common. I've seen numerous actors post in Facebook groups about well-known shows not paying actors for seasons at a time for residuals and initial work. Actors have to stay on top of a lot. So when y'all are sitting at home thinking your actor friend is rich because they appeared on a popular show like Bridgerton, remember what I just said. They might be still waiting to get paid. By the way, Bridgerton is not a show that I know of that hasn't paid their actors. I just use them because it's a well-known show. For actors who've yet to book their first paid job, I share these things so you can taper your expectations about money when it comes to this actor life. Yes, actors can make good money because a union project pays just over $1,000 per day, we're paid for COVID tests, and if they pay late, it's very likely we'll make well over $1,000. But it takes time to get to the point where you are consistently booking. A lot of people focus on how much actors get paid for a project, but they don't consider how long it takes us to get paid. Another thing I want to share with actors is to make sure you fully understand the technical aspect of on-camera acting. Classroom training can only prepare you so much. There is no substitute for on-set experience. I say this because when I shot the commercial I booked last month, I had to stand on a wooden box and slide into frame while saying my line in a very precise manner, all while still giving what the character called for. We have to give real performances in unusual circumstances. My final tip is about knowing what kind of actor you want to be on set. In order to know this, you will have to take a hard look at yourself to ensure you are fully aware of what you will or won't allow while on set. Yes, we're taught to be the kind of actor that everyone wants to work with, which I take to mean to be kind, professional, and unproblematic, which is fine. But there may come a point while on set where you may have to advocate for yourself or others. And you need to know 
If you are the kind of person that goes along to get along, or if you're someone who's willing to stand up for themselves in a firm yet professional manner. During my time on set, I've had to think about this. I've also seen how being a co-star or principal on set can determine how people treat you. Because let's face it, extras are sometimes treated as less than. As I said last week, work on being future you today. Because if you want to be the actor that's kind to everyone on set, you have to start building that muscle now. Please keep in mind that nothing I've said today is law. These are simply things I've learned thus far. Furthermore, it is only a fraction of the things actors need to know about the business side of acting. And I'm sure as I gain more onset experience, I will have more to share. So I've decided there will not be a fun or entertaining segment today as I have a few bonus episodes I'm working on that I'm hoping to release over the next two weeks or so. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by today's show, tell someone about it. Keep listening, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Leave a review somewhere, anywhere, so others can find the light too. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light for all the latest news.